Welcome to Strategy Saturday. I'm Charles Crillo, and today we're going to be discussing how do you hire the right property manager for your properties. Have you always wanted to invest in real estate, but didn't have the time, didn't know where to find the deals, couldn't get the funding, and didn't want tenants calling you? Since 2006, I've been buying income-producing properties in great locations that provide us with consistent passive income while we wait for appreciation in the future and take advantage of tax laws while we're waiting. And unlike your financial advisor, we invest alongside our investors in every property we purchase. Check out investwithharborside.com. If you like the idea of investing in real estate, if you like the idea of passive income, partner with us at investwithharborside.com. That's investwithharborside.com. The property manager is the most important person in your real estate business. They are managing your asset and they are managing your clients, your tenants on a daily basis, which is usually more difficult than managing the property itself. There is not one type of property manager for all properties. It takes a specific manager to handle specific properties and specific tenants. So what is their area of expertise? I always suggest speaking to landlords with similar properties and ask for property management referrals. This is where I have found the best managers. Don't start searching the internet for property managers. You are most likely going to find realtors who manage condos for out-of-state owners. Not what you want when you own a 15-unit building. So before we start, let me tell you what I want to see and hear when speaking to a property manager. Number one, I got their information from a trusted local landlord. Two, they currently manage property in my city, specifically within a half mile to one mile of where my properties are located. Three, they've been involved in property management in that area for 10 plus years. Four, they have knowledgeable handymen on staff and have a list of trusted contractors who discount their work. I call this no yellow page pricing. And in other words, I do not need to find more reasonably priced contractors when a problem arises that requires a licensed person. For example, years back, I had a handyman, or excuse me, a property manager that utilized a plumber that would charge $985, I remember it, for snaking out a main. And my plumber in that area would do it for like 300 bucks. And it just goes to show you, why isn't that $300 person working for her? Why does she have someone that's three and a half times more expensive uh, doing work. That's just crazy, and that's a red flag. Five, they have a system in place for collecting rent and a strict policy of sending out notices and beginning evictions. How aggressive are they with their collections? Six, they don't need to call me for every little thing. In the beginning, they will call you more often, but if there is a problem, don't call me. Have me suggest a solution. This is your job. I've had this happen before and those managers were gone. Seven, they're able to control expenses. Don't send out a $100 per hour electrician for changing some light fixtures. Call your handyman and have the work taken care of. When interviewing managers, get a price list of what it will cost for different services that they are providing. If they're handling snow, mowing, janitorial services, what will this cost per property? And how often are they doing that? You know, you have some people in smaller properties, they might uh, just sweep the hallways and clean hallways once a month. They might have it done twice a month. It, it, you know, you'll know because you've owned the property most likely how long and how dirty it gets. And you can tell them this is how often we want it done and what's the price for that. Now fees, fees are important. You know, we are here to make money. Um, so what is your percentage fee? What do you charge on new rentals? What do you charge on lease renewals? How much per hour do you charge for handymen? Is it the same price during the day as it is after hours, weekends? 
What about junk fees? You know, I hate junk fees. I was once charged a monthly bank account fee from the manager for like 25 bucks. And it wasn't that much, but it's just a thing that for an account that had the deposits in the tens of thousands of dollars, you know, obviously this was the manager's fee, not the bank fee. And it was never disclosed up front, which what really hurts the most, because when you're doing out your numbers, even if it's a little number like that, you know, after five or 10 years, that's thousands of dollars. Integrity is another point that is very important, but you really don't know about this until you start managing your property. Um, I've been selling properties that were managed before and the manager tried to circumvent the broker who had the listing with another buyer, not the most trustworthy people. If I wasn't selling, I would have changed them out within 60 days. You know, the best part of the situation was that I met a manager via referral from the broker and that broker will not be referring them anymore to any other buyers or sellers. It is always preferred that the manager is depositing funds into your property bank account, not theirs. They can be a signer as well, and they'll have to be when writing checks out, but it should be your account that you have like online access to and everything like that, and you're getting all the alerts. You know exactly what's happening. And obviously, at the end of the month, too, you can move your money out of there or move additional money out of there and uh, even keep your reserves in accounts that are just owned by yourself. You have to watch all expenses and read all reports. You need to regularly log into bank accounts and set up alerts for every deposit and for every debit. You can trust, but you need to verify. Lastly, be prepared to put people in line when you feel something is going the wrong way. If you're not happy and you feel the properties are not being managed properly, say something and set up a meeting with them. You know, make sure you're not overreacting. Uh, I would think that it, you know, for a little bit before reaching out and saying anything. So if something happens, think about it, maybe speak to your partner or someone else or a mentor, and then, um, and then, you know, explain the problem to them and then see what they would do. Um, or just let yourself cool down a little bit if there's a big bill or they should have called you. Um, think about it before you react and before you talk to them. You know, no one is going to manage your properties like you will. And that's very important to understand going into this business. It is a truth. And if you want to build a real estate portfolio, it is something that you just need to accept or you can build your own property management team. But I don't recommend this unless you have like 100 plus units in one area. So I hope you enjoyed. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, submit comments and potential show topics at globalinvestorspodcast.com. Look forward to two more episodes next week. See you then. Nothing in this episode should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Any investment opportunities mentioned on this podcast are limited to accredited investors. Any investments will only be made with proper disclosure, subscription documentation, and are subject to all applicable laws. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions of guests are their own. Information is not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss. The host is operating on behalf of Syndication Superstars, LLC, exclusively.